You are listening to the Bozeman United Methodist Church Sermon Podcast. Every Monday morning, you can catch up on the previous Sunday sermon or ones you've missed from the past. You can find out more about us at bozemanumc.org or on our Facebook or Instagram page. We appreciate you listening. Don't forget to share with a friend. Well, today, church, we, can, uh, we start a new, really quick sermon series. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be in the book of Proverbs. And for the next two weeks, we're going to kind of settle in with this wisdom that the book of Proverbs has to share as we prepare to welcome in our new team pastor, Mel, and her son, Casey. Uh, they will be with us next week. We have gave them time this week to settle in and and get settled into, into the Belgrade and Bozeman community and, and just to be out and about and not living in boxes. And so Mel and Casey will be with us next week. Uh, and then after that, uh, Mel is going to preach for like the rest of July, sharing her call story and, and wisdom with all of us as she and Casey settle in here. So I hope uh, that you'll be here over the next few weeks to welcome Mel and, and Casey in uh, with lots of love and grace um, So please, please put that on your calendars. They'll be here, and it'll be wonderful. But we do. We continue, or we start in this book of uh, Proverbs sermon series called Wisdom for Life. And Proverbs is considered one of the wisdom literature books of of the Hebrew Bible, alongside of books like Ecclesiastes and, and Job. In each of these books, they bring their own perspective on life why things happen, and and there's this deep searching throughout all of them uh, for reason and meaning and hope. Proverbs in itself is no exception. But what we see in this book of Proverbs is a little different than we do in in books like Ecclesiastes and and Job. Ecclesiastes uh, and Job are very concerned with the meaning of life. They're very concerned of why things happen, why bad things happen, and and they're really concerned with reconciling those ideas with God. Proverbs, on the other hand, takes a little bit different of an approach. Proverbs is is, is not really a priestly or prophetic approach to learning about God. Proverbs is more of a practical approach to wisdom, which begs the question, what is wisdom? And I don't know about you, but when I think about wisdom, I think about old stone statues of of Greek philosophers like Socrates and and Aristotle. It's always the first first picture that pops into my head, and then I, I begin to think about them sitting on their stumps pontificating to anyone who will listen. And sure, they said some really wise things and had some ideas that we still hold on to today. But is that all wisdom is? Is it just saying stuff? Or is there more to it? Is there more to wisdom than that? Of course there is. Of course there is, because there are so many different faces and voices, women and children and people who impart their wisdom on us in our everyday lives, whether they're remembered in statue form or not. And when we take a look at, the, at Proverbs, we very quickly see that it begins to be this collection of wisdom from generations past and present. And it's put together a whole lot like a textbook for future generations. What a gift. 
How many of you received a similar gift in your life where your parents or grandparents or somebody close to you took notes, wrote down moments in their life, and passed that on to you? That's the gift of the book of Proverbs. That's the gift of the book of Proverbs that we're reading through, holding all of this wisdom that was near and dear, that is near and dear to the Israelites. For all of those who had gone before them who no longer walked beside them, they passed down their wisdom in such a way. And when I think about that, I find that I struggle remembering word for word the wisdom that people have shared with me in my lifetime. And for those of you who can remember word for word all of that wisdom that you've taken in, I hope you realize you have a gift. What a beautiful thing to have to keep all of that knowledge and the faces and names and words that people shared with you. For those of you who are like me, who, who have heard the wisdom, who have taken it in, who have learned the lessons but can't remember the words, it's okay. We all receive and hold on to wisdom differently and beautifully and uniquely. And no matter how you hold on to wisdom, just know that is a beautiful gift to be able to hold those moments close, to hold that wise advice in your hearts and souls. And it's a deep reminder for us that wisdom is something to be searched for, something to be present in. And I'm eternally grateful for the mentors and the friends and the family and, and even strangers who have been willing to share their wisdom up to, for, to me up until this point. And as I began to think about this idea of wisdom going through the book of Proverbs, in this search to really try to remind myself the wisdom that people have shared with me, I went to Facebook a couple of weeks ago, and I asked the question, what are the words of wisdom someone has shared with you you'll never forget? And out of my curiosity and search for this wisdom and to spark my own memory, some hundred people weighed in and shared the wisdom, some very practical, some others. <laughs> but they shared with me some of the things that they have taken to heart and learned from those in their lives. I want to share a few of them with you. The first one, it's hard to hate up close. It's a stark reminder, isn't it, church? Others shared with me that if you minor in business, regardless of whatever your major is, it's a good fallback. And then somebody else shared some very practical information for me, some real wisdom here, that you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. <laughs> that is wisdom we should all take to heart. Others shared with me that leaving everything a little bit better than you found it, whether it be a campsite or a social condition. Others shared with me they didn't exactly remember who shared the words or what words they were, but the lessons that came from it. A friend of mine shared that they had a band director that said, stop playing the music on the page, play what you feel. Another, which I think is important for us to know, is to not eat yellow snow. <laughs> I feel like they learned the hard way. And other things like this too shall pass. Very practical words of wisdom and life lessons that even though we may not remember the who and the where and the why, but we hold close to those memories and that wisdom and all that we learned from it. 
Either way, we know that these pieces of wisdom shaped us. They make us who we are today, and, and I hope that we do our best to share this wisdom with all people. And Proverbs. Proverbs is full of this kind of wisdom. It's a book that is intended to shape the Israelites for generations. Wisdom that is learned and passed down. It's the collective wisdom of a people. And today's wisdom comes from early on in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3. Hear it one more time. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Happy are those who find wisdom and those who gain understanding. Her profit is better than silver and her gain is better than gold. Her value exceeds pearls and all your desires can't compare with her. In her right hand is a long life. In her left are wealth and honor. Her ways are pleasant. All her paths are peaceful. She is the tree of life to those who embrace her. Those who hold her tight are happy. And I love this bit of wisdom. I love this piece of wisdom for a lot of reasons. First, because it sounds awfully familiar. If we remember, if you're familiar with Psalms chapter 1, it starts in the very same way. The truly happy person. And then we hear it again, right out of the mouth of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew, when we get to the Beatitudes, Jesus begins to talk about happy people are. And in all three instances, the word that is used for happy is the same word, which is significant. There is something to be said for those who are searching for wisdom, who are searching for hope, for searching something far beyond themselves that happy, happiness is just around the corner. And not the happiness in which we sometimes understand it to be where we're going to be happy and everything's going to be unicorns and rainbows and everything's all hunky-dory in life. That's not happy. Because life, life is hard. We're going to have moments that rise up in the midst of our happiness that aren't all that happy. We're going to deal with grief and loss and, and we're going to deal with hope and celebration all in the midst of being happy. And so when we hear this word happy, happy are those who find wisdom, it's remembering that happiness isn't just a feeling or emotion. Happiness is knowing. Happiness is being present. Happiness is leaning into the love and grace of God. Happy are those who are searching for something far beyond themselves. Jesus explores what it means to be happy throughout the Beatitudes, and he turns the social understanding of, of happy on its head. If we remember, happy are those who are hopeless. Happy are those who are hungry and thirsty. Those don't sound like happy moments, church. And yet Jesus is encouraging us to lean in to the happiness we find and the humility of love and grace. Happy are those who find wisdom and those who gain understanding. When we search for wisdom, we find her in this life. And when we find wisdom, she gracefully and peacefully leads us to hope. When we find wisdom, we find she is the most valuable part of this life. We find that wisdom, that her profit is better than silver and gold. Her value exceeds pearls and all you desire can't compare with her. In her right hand is a long life. In her left are wealth and honor. 
Her ways are pleasant and her paths are peaceful. She is the tree of life to those who embrace her. Those who hold her tight are happy. Church, did you hear it? Did you hear the wisdom? She is amazing. Remember, in this day of age of Proverbs, women weren't given influence and voice. And so for the writer of this proverb to give her, to give wisdom, to embody the female form is clearly the wisest person on this planet. Can I get an amen? Amen. If she is to embody wisdom, if we begin to look around in our lives, we see that wisdom is strong, wisdom is graceful, wisdom is peaceful, She is the thing that holds us together. Think about the women in your lives, whether it be your grandmothers, your mothers, your wives, your sisters, your daughters, your friends, your neighbors, whomever it may be, those are the ones who have held it all together for us in a lot of cases, who hold us together in peace and grace, who are the voice of reason, at least in my house, that's the case. There are days that I thank God that there are three wonderful women in my house to keep Noah and I on track because Lord knows we need it. To know the space. To know the space to be human is wisdom. To know the space, to know when we can be ourselves, to, to be vulnerable is wisdom. And that's what wisdom, that's what she teaches us. In this life, I think all of us at some rate are searching for some kind of happiness, for meaning, for wisdom, to be able to point to and hold on to it, for it to be tangible. And here in Proverbs, we're reminded that wisdom is all around us, but only if, only if we're willing to be present, to be vulnerable, to be human, to be our true selves to embody and live into who God has created us to be. The search for wisdom. The search for wisdom, I don't think, is the search to be the most wise, to be the most quoted, or even to be looked at as a source of wisdom, to be immortalized in a stone bust. I don't think that's what wisdom is. The search for wisdom I think it's much closer, much closer than we give it credit for. I think the search for wisdom is just right here. But to find that wisdom, we have to allow ourselves to be human. We have to take our walls down and not be so on guard. And to remember and to look around, wherever we may be this morning, to look around and to remember that wisdom comes from each of us, that wisdom comes from our relationships with others, that we remember we don't do this life alone, that with wisdom, we are rooted together in this life. We hold each other together in the storms. We hold each other close in our grief, and we celebrate with one another in in celebrations and in everything in between. We hold one another together. We are knit closely together with one another through wisdom. And I don't know that wisdom is something that we can learn. 
but that wisdom is something to be lived. And we as a church, as people who follow Christ, we aren't called to be philosophers and, uh, as the wisdom people of old, simply out there pontificating all that we've heard or, or learned so that we'll be immortalized in a statue or on paper. I don't think that's who we're called to be as a church, as a people. I think we're called to so much more. I think we're called to live out the wisdom of God's love and grace. In the church over the years, we have shared a lot of things with a lot of people. Not all of it wise. And so we have to remember. We have to remember that we embody, that we are called to be in relationship with one another, to be vulnerable, to be present, to be authentic, to be human with God, with our neighbor, and with ourselves. And when we begin to do that, when we begin to open ourselves up in such a way as the wisdom of love and grace begins to flow, begins to be shared, begins to be lived out with all people. It's that last verse of this section, Proverbs 3, verse 18. She is the tree of life to those who embrace her. Those who hold her tight are happy. We started right where we began. To be wise is to find wisdom, to be rooted in life with one another, to hold tight, to hold tight and live out the wisdom and hope that we find in this life and to share it in all of the beautiful ways that we can with all people. And so I hope, I hope that all of us, myself included, that we never stop searching for wisdom. And when you find her, find her over and over and over again. Never stop searching for her. And when you do, I pray that you never stop sharing her. Never stop sharing the wisdom of love and grace with the world. We pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Bozeman United Methodist Church Sermon Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on each week's sermon. To find out more information about us, you can go to bozemanumc.org or check us out on our Facebook and Instagram pages. No matter where you find us or connect with us, we pray that you get out there and do good.